Welcome to the Voices of Disruption podcast, a space dedicated to showcasing the visionaries of Generation Z, sharing the culture, stories, and lifestyle, and making noise. This is where you'll hear and be a part of conversations about how to continue to turn our loud disruptions into the lives that we can create for ourselves. I'm your host, Deborah Olatunji, a black woman, education advocate, igniter, poet, writer, and author of the book Unleashing Your Innovative Genius. I'm 18 years old, studying at the University of Pennsylvania, and I absolutely love pineapples. <laughs> I love podcasting and I love telling stories, and this is the best place to be for all of that and more. We've got so many stories to share, and it's all happening right now. Are you ready to step into your power? Because we are the voices of disruption. Hello, and welcome back to the Voices of Disruption podcast. I'm your host, Deborah Olatunji, and I'm pre-recording this episode because my headphones were not plugged in. (laughs) We are already off to a phenomenal start. This episode is all about updates, where I've been for the past couple of months, what to expect for the podcast, and of course some songs that got me through these past couple months because I have explored and found so many incredible artists that I can't wait to share with my guests, with you guys, with my social media pages, on my YouTube channel. (laughs) Surprise, that's one of the updates. I'm excited to finally get into this and to catch up with you because it has truly been forever and it feels so good to finally be back on the mic to be sharing my story, to be sharing and hearing from you guys, hearing your feedback, seeing how the podcast has continued to be played even five months after. I always get these update emails that tell me how many downloads the podcast is getting. And it blows my mind every single time that you guys continue to stream, to put people on to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. We can now get into it now that I have extended gratitude your way. You want to be more intentional about thanking and giving gratitude where it is due. And I, I couldn't help but say, thank you. You are such an amazing, incredible human being. And I hope that your life has been eye-opening and fun. And that you're excited for all the incredible adventures that are coming your way. <laughs> Let's get into it. I don't know if you can believe it, but for just a second, I had to reconnect and make sure that I could hear myself through my headphones, and that it was picking up my audio, and that my headphones were on. And that's just one of the many surprises of coming back to podcasting after so long. I hope that you've been doing well. I hope you've been drinking water. I hope you've been reflecting, talking about your feelings, feeling safe, loved, and comforted by all of the amazing things around you. I also hope that if things have not been going well, you've been finding ways to reconnect with yourself, whether that's through therapy, talking with someone that you trust, or taking a moment to really just be. I have been having so many different emotions over the past five months now. It's June 2nd when I'm recording this, and the last episode aired on January 4th, if you can believe that. We are almost halfway through 2021. It has been 2020 fun. (laughs) No, it hasn't, but it has. I have had my moments of 2020 fun throughout the year, but also moments of real sadness and loneliness. And that kind of takes me into the spring semester, an update on that. Because so much of season one was about my college experience and getting through, navigating 
tough situations, friendships, classes, poor professors, <laughs> and just a new environment with not as many people. This season will have some of those moments where I talk about my spring semester, specifically some really big changes that affected my academic path. I did some transferring, but we'll get into that. <laughs> we will get into that. Just teasing a bit for an entire episode that is about this book that my mentor sent me called Untamed by Glennon Dole. I don't know if you've heard of it, but if you haven't, I would recommend that you check it out. This is a book that I have read in its entirety, and I want to read it again because there were so many things that I learned from it, so many areas of the book where I was thinking, this is a new perspective. I may not agree with this perspective, but this is a new perspective, and I've never heard about it in this way. But also so many moments where I realized I need to change or speak out a lot more. And so highly recommend that you buy Untamed. That is the official plug. <laughs> First endorsed book on the podcast that I fully read in, in completeness, in complexity, in, <laughs> in completion. <laughs> While I have been reading, that does not mean that I've remembered how to make words into noun form. But I have, <laughs> I have been spending the past month, the month of May, away from social media. And that's an update. I've tried to be so much more intentional about the time that I spend on there. And I just felt after Mother's Day, this creative rut, which happens to me so many times now. I can't, I can't tell you how many times I've had to take a step away and say, or not even announce, because I didn't announce this time. I just left of, I need to take a step away. I don't feel particularly creative. And I realized that I don't really owe anyone an explanation. I mean, a nice notice would be great. But what I felt in those moments was I'm putting on a performance and there aren't always aspects of my social media presence that I feel completely connected to, which is why I have fallen in love with Twitter and have met some pretty cool people on Twitter and feel like I can be so much more authentic with words. And maybe it's because I'm a writer. Maybe it's because it's just down to the words and it isn't too complex with like pictures and photos and videos and reels and TikToks and all these different things that you can engage with. There's even ads on Instagram. I don't think there are ads on Twitter. Yeah, I've never seen an ad on Twitter. But because of that, I've just felt so much more space to be vulnerable. And I think that power that just words alone can have is what reminds me of the beauty of podcasting, because you don't see me, you may know what I look like, but you just hear my voice. You may be doing something like exercising or putting on makeup. That's what I usually do when I listen to podcasts. You might just be waking up and starting the day with a new perspective, or you may just be around friends listening to a podcast at the same time. Maybe that's why the downloads have been going up so much. I don't know, but that's something that I have had to consider. Like when I do eventually come back to Instagram, and announce that season two is ready, that it's ready to go, you know, new perspectives, new stories, new adventures. I want to come back and be real when I am feeling sad, when I am feeling nervous, or all of the emotions that a human can have. There's so many, but there is even a specific episode where I talk with my friend Megan about there's like this desire to share your story, but when is it oversharing? When is it, this is something I should just tell my friends? And there's no real rule book, you know? You kind of make these rules for how you show up on social media for yourself. I just listened to this amazing episode from the New Happy Podcast with Stephanie about making social media comfortable for you. And she used this amazing metaphor of social media being a home, where your digital home 
is something you can visit from time to time. You can set up parameters to have like a time limit on how long you visit your home. You can decorate your home with whatever you want, pictures, videos, anything you can think of, even as down as the bio. And then the most important part is it's important that your digital home, outside of what you create for yourself inside of your house, that the neighbors that you have, I don't remember if this is something that she had termed as the people that you follow, but I'm, I'm going to call it this. The neighbors that you have, the people who are on the outside, you also have to pay attention to what neighborhood your digital home is in. And so for me, I was realizing that I do have a lot of really great neighbors. For example, the New Hobby Podcast, absolutely love the content that they are creating. But there are some areas, you know, when you just get into a new school, you follow a lot of people because... You want to make lots of friends. You want to get to know people. And of course, social media is one of those things where if you follow someone and you connect with their posts or whatever they're sharing and you communicate that and you have constant communication with them and it isn't like you're dry texting where you just slide up a bunch of times and they don't give you a real response, like a reaction, but a real like quote or not a quote, but a real response to what you've said or what you've commented on, then real friendships can grow from that. I have an example. I have somebody who's coming on the podcast this season who I met through social media. I'm really happy that around this time, she had slid up on my story and it completely changed both of our lives. But I feel like for my current digital home, I have this expectation that I have to have like a cookout and entertain my neighbors. And that's not something that I necessarily wanted to do for the month of May. And I'm trying to figure out what I want to do for the month of June. That doesn't mean that I didn't enjoy the content that I was creating when I was very active on social media. But I've tried to be so much more cognizant of my mental health and how showing up as this incredibly happy person, for the most part, dancing and everything, what that reflects as who I am as a person versus how I'm actually feeling in the moment. Do those things match up? And for the month of April, it was a flat out no, especially after I had run for president and didn't get the outcome that I'd expected by just a couple votes. <laughs> and I felt down about it. I allowed myself to have the space to feel sad because I put so much work and effort into the campaign and later realized that the amount of work and amount of effort and even vision that I had for the presidency was too big for the office. And that's, I love putting it that way because it sounds so official. It sounds so cool. It sounds chic, but it makes sense to me in my mind that I was putting all this effort into something almost like trying to put a square peg into a round hole and it was just not going to fit. I had some friends who've reached out and said, you know, you really got snubbed, like you were supposed to win that. And I don't think there's any supposed to be in your life or any should be in your life. It's it's just moments that happen and their experiences and how we respond to those moments. And so I kind of wanted to dial it back and say, no, 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 no. I didn't miss anything that I was supposed to get. I was very close to something that I thought I was going to get but I did not get that thing for a reason that I maybe don't know in this moment. But I don't want to use the loss or the lack of a victory of getting the presidency to overshadow the fact that over 250 people voted for my campaign. And I made so many incredible friends from campaigning and from the campaign trail. I would not have traded that for the world. And so I had so many moments where I had to take a step back and really think about what is this experience? What is it teaching me? How do I really feel? And am I allowing myself to express this to the people in my life who I care about and who communicate with me on a regular basis and not just through this digital neighborhood? So now that I've been away, I'm thinking a lot about my digital home, the things that I cultivate, the things that I create, the things that I hang up on my wall, the things I like. I love this metaphor, by the way, Stephanie. You are incredible. What are the things in my digital home? What do I want to share? What events do I want to hold in my digital digital space? 
to bring more digital people in the digital neighborhood or take away people from the digital neighborhood, evict them, (laughs) evicting people from your digital neighborhood and moving them somewhere else that is not in your vicinity. Because I could be evicted from someone's digital neighborhood and never know. This kind of eviction is not one that harms people, you know? So I need to go back and kind of just evict some accounts and spaces. And it doesn't mean that I hate them. It just means that for my own mental health and for the sake of my own digital neighborhood, the new attitude and new energy that I want to have on social media is one where I feel I like I'm coming back or visiting a digital home and feel creative and feel inspired to create instead of constantly getting in these creative ruts and needing to leave. Maybe I'm not the problem is what I'm trying to say here. Um, but also keeping this kind of boundary and practice that I can leave my digital home for a month and everything is going to be okay when I come back. There's no necessary expectation that I come back with lots of chocolates and cookies and flowers and an incredible presentation for the digital neighbors who have just been watching my empty house with no events. But if I do have something to share and something to bring back to the digital neighborhood, it's with people who I really want to connect with and want to hear more about what's been going on in their digital home and what's going on in their lives, as opposed to feeling obligated to do these things and to have these events or moments where people come over and I don't really want them to come over. So that's one of the biggest updates. I've been so much more mindful about social media and mental health. I've made some friends on Twitter, super excited about that app. I've made some really bold steps in my love life, and that's a whole other episode for another day, but I've been so much more bold and audacious. I think Glennon, the author of Untamed, would say untamed and more like a warrior than audacious and bold because I'm stepping into exactly who I am, someone who takes risks, someone who lives for living and lives in the moment, and someone who isn't afraid to step away from society's standards of how to run your social media account, of how to be present or not be present on your social media, and how to create in general. That has brought me so much joy because I've moved from an instead of mindset, like instead of being on social media, I'm going to be on Facebook. And Facebook is still social media, you know, (laughs) it's still a form of digital connecting. And I'm usually not on there for a really long time. But I've been saying as well as like in terms of my digital home, like it's not just Instagram. That's what my digital home looks like. It's also Facebook. It's also Twitter. It's also LinkedIn. And those different houses may look in entirely different shapes and ways, but those are also things that I need to consider when I'm thinking about my digital presence. And now YouTube, because like I said at the beginning of the episode, I am starting a YouTube channel. I have thumbnails made. I have some videos. I want to put those things together, but it's one of those things that's now as well as in my creative journey instead of, instead of. I'm thinking of this metaphor and all the words are coming together when I say them and hoping that they're connecting with you, but I want to look at my life as a connection and a puzzle piece with all the failures, with all the things that didn't go right to the moments that aren't particularly well to times where I just don't want to talk to anybody. Versus, I mean, as well as, here I go, I'm training myself, as well as the moments where I feel so excited to be alive, so happy and grateful, and that's not every single day. So that's kind of the connection that I want to make to make my human experience so much more authentic and whole for what it is, because an as well as mindset looks at how everything works together and how all of it is connected. And sometimes it's not necessarily connected and attached, but it's in the same vicinity of how things are going. Other than a social media metaphor that has now spanned across this entire episode, I also had a spring semester 
took two transformative classes outside of the School of Nursing that led me to transfer. And what does transfer mean? Do I still go to Penn? Am I still in the School of Nursing? I don't know. (laughs) Actually, I do know. And there's going to be an episode all about that. And it's also going to apply some of the ideas that I learned from reading Untamed. But for now, I'm just going to leave you with, I made a lot of changes to my academic journey and they're changes that excite me and terrify me at the same time. And that change is one of the biggest reasons why I didn't feel so confident in a decision to keep on podcasting when I didn't know what the future of my academic path was. I thought to myself, well, I can't get on this mic and act like I know what I'm doing when I know absolutely nothing (laughs) about what I'm doing. I have an idea of what I want to do, but I hadn't given myself the permission to continue to create and share without having all the pieces together. And as simple as it sounds to share your journey and share your experience, I think even sharing the experience and sharing the journey, to some extent, I wanted it to be so polished and to have a direction. But when you're in uncertainty, upon more uncertainty, not just in the pandemic, but also with your academics, it's even harder to focus, even harder to create something that's going to be shared with other people which is why I spent so much more time painting vinyls and that practice has brought me so much more joy than I could even imagine in my life. Now that I'm in my Boston sublet, like I had said, that's where I'm recording from, I could not bring the vinyls with me. They just would have probably broken in the plane or in transit and they mean too much to me. So this summer, instead of painting vinyls, I'm going to be getting into sketching and I have digital resources to do that with the iPad that I recently got. I also want to write more poems and so expanding my creative lexicon to more and more things, but also using the YouTube channel as a form of creativity. And the last creative thing that I want to, let me not say the last thing, the other creative endeavor that I also want to learn is animation. Like it just seems so cool how people can make figures and shapes move at the same time and create a story. So I want to learn how to animate and make some cool projects along the way. (laughs) The other update is that in April, I visited my twin sister and it was just such a big breath of fresh air. I have a friend who also lived on campus for nine months and she's now back in her home country in Argentina. And this is now like a shared experience that we have where For the longest time, the only city that we were seeing when we woke up was Philadelphia. And I feel so gracious. I have so, so much gratitude for the opportunity and the experience to do that. But I got sick of it. You know, naturally, that's what happens. But even in the beginning, when I was first recording episodes on season one, I was just like, can I share how I really feel about where I am? Because everyone is kind of reaching out to me like, how's campus like? Because not everyone was there. And some of my friends had spent the entire year at home. And I didn't want to make it seem like I was complaining about this place that everybody wanted to be. But I can't sit here and record and act like I didn't have moments of loneliness or moments where I really wanted to go home, but felt a sense of displacement because I didn't want to go back to my childhood home. And navigating all of the emotions that came alongside that, I don't think I could have done that without therapy. And I just felt a wave of emotions that I couldn't control by myself. And having a therapist really helped me explain and talk through a lot of the emotions that I probably would have talked through on a podcast episode that never released. Or (laughs) some of the podcast episode would talk about the emotions that I'm feeling and then pivot into what I'm trying to learn from it. But through therapy, I was able to just say what I was going through without the expectation of learning something from that moment. Those are healthy too. Those moments are really beneficial because yes, I believe that there is a lesson to learn from everything that we go through, 
but it's not always the best feeling when you say, okay, I feel awful right now, but what can I learn from this? <laughs> you know, because it's almost like you're robbing yourself from the full ability to experience and feel what you're feeling and instead switch it towards what can I learn? And there is a switch that happens eventually, but you have to fully feel your feelings before you can get there. And that's one of the beautiful things about this semester. While I personally liked the fall semester a bit better because I was podcasting on an, a, a daily basis, I don't know what Deborah in the fall was motivated by, but <laughs> she had so much motivation to be doing the podcast and starting off college. And I really, really, really want to bring that motivation into the summer and the way that I see it is, you know, I have so much more free time, but I have to be intentional because I don't have a schedule or the time pressure for making me put aside time to do this thing. But, you know, when you have something that you love, something that you feel drawn to, like this knowing that you feel about whatever you're creating, that is enough to help you come back to this. And it's the accountability of other people that makes you come back, that makes you realize that I really do love this thing. And even though that voice in my head is trying to tell me that I can't do this or that the first episode that I'm recording isn't as good as it could be. It is never going to be as 110% as good as it could be, but it's going to be, and that's the only thing that matters. Just like us, we're never going to be 110% of who we could be, but as long as we're existing, I'm pretty sure that's just enough. It's more than enough. And that's a reminder I heard needed to hear all throughout the semester. Like I hinted at with my spring semester, I had two really, really great classes that were in the college, the College of Arts and Sciences, a comparative literature course. It was called Writing the Self. And I'm smiling so much as I think about these classes. And this philosophy class called the Philosophy of Education, both very, very transformative. I learned so much. It was a smaller class. So I feel like if these were in person, I would have walked away with at least five friends from each class. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But I did walk away with a couple of friends and connections that I definitely will be keeping into the new school year. The other thing that I've learned is that relationships can go and come. There were friendships that I had during the fall semester that I don't have now, but I still was able to look back and think, I learned so much from this person, and this is what I learned from this person, or this is what I experienced with this person, and that experience is not taken away because we're no longer together. Instead, the memories of what time we spent together is what I'll keep in mind instead of the fact the friendship did eventually come to an end. It was also just this kind of awe-inspiring reminder that you get throughout adulthood that nothing is forever, that there are things that are temporary, and at the end of the day, the only thing that you have are the lessons and memories and pictures that you create with people and the experiences that you create with people and how you feel about yourself. I didn't want to be someone who had millions and tons Millions and tons are two different measurements, but I didn't want to be somebody who had millions and tons of friends, but felt alone while I was with them. And so because of that, I did spend a couple of, okay, let me not say a couple. I spent a lot of my time, even in the spring semester, by myself and wanted to see that as a positive thing. But I think without the podcast, without knowing that there weren't other experiences going on like I did in the fall because there were less people, it was harder and harder and harder to say, you know, I'm truly enjoying my company right now and having the time of my life just dancing around in my room or painting my nails for the first time. And I did paint my nails for the first time with my twin sister, but when I eventually did a full coat of my whole entire hand, because the first time I did not know what I was doing, I was able to paint my first hand, but not the second one, so her friend helped me. I It was just a full circle moment when I was painting it. The entire set, it was a teal color by myself. I was just like, I am painting the life that I want. I am 
choosing the colors. I'm choosing when to do this thing. And I have to decide to find joy in it and to feel my feelings. If it isn't joy, to feel whatever that feeling is. One of the biggest updates that I have for you is that I felt my feelings in ways that I'd never imagined throughout this past five months. And I'm super excited to keep on sharing those with you and to finally begin this journey of season two. Okay, I'm going to catch my breath. (laughs) I'm going to catch my breath so I can share these last couple songs that got me through the semester with you. I have started creating monthly playlists throughout the months, all of the months of 2021, 2021. Let's go. And I'm going to share just a couple from April because that was a very emotional month for me. And I think I have the most 16 hours of songs on this playlist. So it has the most amount of songs. You can go back and look at the other ones. There's like January Babes, February Dreams. I think March Smiles. I did smile a lot in March. April Eats, May Joys, and now June Adventures. I found so many artists and so many people that I now am obsessed with. And music has been something that really, really got me through these past five months, along with my growing faith. But again, that is another topic for another episode that you will soon hear. And with that, (laughs) one of the songs that I listened to a lot was Free with Drew Love. And it's just such a great song. Louis the Child wrote it. I think you'll love it. It has this amazing cover with two hands stretching out to make this beautiful rainbow. And I think that's what I kind of envision when you're like allowing yourself to feel your feelings. There's like this magic coming through your hands. But it may look different for you, and that's okay. (laughs) The other song was Just Fine by Mary J. Blige because there were so many moments where I was just like, can I just be fine? Can I just just be fine? (laughs) I loved listening to Juice by Lizzo, Pick Up Your Feelings by Jasmine Sullivan, Coming Home by Leon Bridges, What's Wrong by Half Alive, Super Bloom. Super Bloom by Mr. Wives has become my anthem. I love that song. I will be playing it after this episode is done. Icon by Jaden and How Deep Is Your Love featuring Yabba by PJ Morton. So many great songs. If I could, I would name the entire playlist, but we don't have that time. We are winding down here and I just want to wish and hope that you have an amazing, incredible afternoon, evening, day, night, week, weekend, whenever you're listening to the podcast and that you have kind of an update session with yourself, that you take some moments to sit down reflect on what these past five months have looked like for you and to share, to share with your friends, to share with your siblings, to share with your community, but most importantly, to share with yourself. With that, I hope you will continue to step into your power to unleash the incredible person that you already are and have an outstanding June. (laughs) Love you. Bye.